on this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. I would kill to spend a whole episode role-playing at a Taco, <laughs> at a Taco Bell. Bell in the Manaways. Oh. After an intense fight with an Earth Elemental. Um, you set out. To, you set down to make camp at the end of the day in Tentacle Canyon itself amongst the hoodoos. And one of them crawled out. You remind me of the babe. <laughs> one of them uh, crawled, turned out to be alive and crawled out and uh, smacked power. Chester and Palzu and Eleanor all really it hard. It hurt. It hurt so bad. And Usuvu. And Usuvu. Usuvu don't think I crit. All three Chester. of you got crit, though. Chester, sad. Micah's angels take time to recover and lick their wounds. Sack here, could you get off of that rock face and maybe do some healing, please? Haven't said this in a while. <clears throat> I'm grievously <laughs> wounded. Before encountering even more bizarre wonders in the mana wastes. Another, like, crag of rock emerging from the uh-huh. rugged terrain. I shoot it. But as you approach, it has some odd symmetry to it, uh, which gives its appearance of, like, an Olfin longship. Oh, my God. Buried what? in the sand? What? What? It's about to get weirder. Put that down. No. Chester takes his whip. I pull on it with my teeth. Keep pulling. No. Keep pull it. No. Pull it, I'm going to take it. He'll pull on it. Yes. Now. Open the door, get on the floor. Everybody ride a dinosaur. Say, open the door, get on the floor. Everybody ride a dinosaur. Welcome back to Derek's Tour of the Inner Sea, everybody. Today, we'll be taking you to the scenic and yet slightly primitive realm of the Mammoth Lords. We're <gasps> Home gonna... of one of my characters. Yeah. Boy. Boy. Uh, your character, Yura, in Reign of Winter was Kellid and had family from the realm of the Mammoth Lords. Mm-hmm. If you'll reference your map of the Inner Sea, uh, you will notice way up to north, uh, next to Urison, to its east, in between Urison and the former World Wound, uh, you will find nestled there the realm of the Mammoth Lords. What's our 4chan map say? Uh, it just says Caveman. Ah, yes. Caveman. Good, good. <laughs> good enough. Um... Which honestly is pretty accurate. Uh, next to Russian Narnia sits cavemen. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the Pathfinder wiki, the picture is like your stickman cave drawing with a mammoth. Yeah. Lol. Geographically, so the realm of the mammoth lords is kind of split in two. Uh, you have a couple rivers coming in and also partially bordering it to the west and a little bit on the south. But basically, there's this huge mountain range that kind of cuts it in half called the Tusk Mountains. Um, and there's more or less open, like, plains, uh, Arctic, what is it, tundra. Uh, on the western, so on the eastern side, one of them is the Algid Wastes, and on the, uh, or excuse me, on the western side, this Algid Wastes, and on the eastern side is the Genji Mesa uh, and the Thunder Steps. Um, <laughs> the realm of the mammoth lords is a pretty neat place. Um, it's one of the pe- places people have complained about whenever they're coming into Pathfinder's campaign setting for the first time. Not as much as Numeria, but they see the realm of the mammoth lords and how can you have caveman people with all these other like people in the same setting? <laughs> it's very simple. You can't have Alkenstar and caveman at the same time. Can Geographic you? distance. And it's also just like uh, so. 
the realm of the mammoth lords uh, if you look at the pathfinder wiki it's it's made up these um like tribes uh which can be like a few families um or whatever and the tribes form followings which like follow a mammoth lord some sort of like leader usually someone who's like a powerful warrior a wise leader but uh, don't mistake there being only one mammoth lord per tribe or following there can be multiple mammoth lords right exactly so there's like no ruler there's no real capital it's a bunch of uh basically just followings that are uh oh what is the word they roam about yeah um, they're nomadic 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 there we go um they roam about the 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 area and that's what the realm of the mammoth lords is kind of like when we talked about the land of the lenorm kings it's not a unified nation mm. it's an area of a bunch of different like kind of grouped smaller kingdoms and rulings or whatever the realm of the mammoth lords is just the territory that these mammoth lords roam and claim as their own um uh and they're i think as a people they're a little bit more insular so like not that they don't have any contact with the outside world they do Kellid people can exist outside of this uh place but like they value their like way of life yeah and they don't want the, they don't want it to change you know um and they're big barbarian uh tribes of mammoth lords so if people try to say no you're going to change like oh i don't know the urusini witches to the east <laughs> or the demons from the world wound to the west or uh, excuse me that's the ursins to the west yeah. i keep getting it backwards uh the demons from the east or the orcs from of, the south from the south they'll just fight them they'll and just then fight them from the north the frost giants uh, they're not even just in the north. That range in the middle of uh, oh, the yeah, Tusk Mountains. They're all over there. But like in the north, there's like no major nation because Tian Zion is separated from them by the mountains Tian where the giants Zion. live. Tian Zia or whatever it is. I, yeah, The I Asia try. analog continent <laughs> on the other side of the world. Like the main way people come over from that is over what they call the crown of the world, which yeah. is like a land-based North Pole. Uh, but it's also like this huge glacier uh, thing. Uh, we can take that moment to talk about some of the cool locales within the realm of the Mammoth Lords. One of them, we'll start with uh, the northern border, is called Ice Stair. Uh, it is like the largest settlement in the realm of the Mammoth Lords. It's not really part, again, no nation state here. Uh, but the Ice Stair um, is at the very edge of the crown of the world. Uh, it takes its name from its main feature, which is a vast set of human-sized stairs cut into the ice uh and topped with like carved slabs of rock um and the basically this is how a lot of people who make the trip over the crown of the world can come into the uh, avastan the continent uh, through the realm of the mammoth lords um and another place that's actually up north like near the crown of the world is a place called tolgoth um it's one of the largest settlements um for it's one of there's basically only three settlements there's ice stair tolgoth and there's one more uh and it's like a unusually warm almost tropical town surrounded by great ferns rhododendrons and green cycads c-y-c-a-d-s i don't know what that means uh it's actually kind of cool because that brings up a thing whereas like a majority of the realm of the mammoth lords is like cold it's up yeah. north there are spots that are 
oddly warm and have like you know you're you're when you think of dinosaurs you think of almost like a tropical wilderness and it has that in there and it's because it, it just says oddly enough there are just really warm spots and tolgith is uh it's one of them yeah and this one specifically is because of volcanic vents and thermal springs in this area yeah uh so there's like a bunch of creatures that you don't see a lot of other places in avistan so like there's dinosaurs there, raptors, duckbill dinosaurs, tyrannosaurus, predatory terror birds, uh, moped, <laughs> and it's walled. The city Tolgath or town Tolgath is walled, obviously, because of these things. Um, Let's not forget the other danger, demons. <laughs> demons. Although uh, an asterisk for two e because yeah. the world wound has. Uh, even though with. it's been done with, there are still demonic threats. It's oh, just yeah. over time, rather than the threat building up, it is now decreasing. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, last, like, settlement area is one that's really cool to me. It's called Hillcross. So because the Tusk Mountains, like, break the, the realm of the Mammoth Lords in half, there's not a lot of crossings in between the two sides of it, um, especially non, not many that stay ice-free all year round. Um, and Hillcross is described not so much as a true city, as a stable, permanent location for a vast tent city. Hillcross serves as a meeting ground for the various nomadic tribes of the realm of the Mammoth Lords. It's like one of the largest passes, and it's big enough, this is deep enough ravine, that it doesn't get any significant like ice buildup year-round, even if there's a bunch of storms. So even then, it's because they're nomadic, it's not this like built-up town with like brick buildings and structure to it it's more just a huge gathering place if i remember correctly the other two are like actually settlements and this one is it's the way the book described it was like just a slightly permanent nomadic camp yeah because this one is more to do with the actual kelid people that like roam around the mammoth lords place too right yeah more so than tolgath uh I don't know like about the people who live there is so much of it, but at least with Ice Stair, that's like travelers coming in from Tianjia, right? Yeah. So, it, but Hillcross is actually like the big meeting spot for a lot of the different. Uh, Ice Stair isn't ran by a Kelid. It yeah. looks like it's ran by someone from Tianjia. It is, whereas yeah. Hillcross is the meeting point for the Mammoth Lords. Yeah. But it's so cool. Uh, if you like this stuff, there's actually a 2E adventure path that is like all about dim mammoth lords and their realms it's called uh, quest for the frozen flame it's actually adventure path that came out before outlaws of alkenstar um and it's like about you being in a following and being the scouts for them um and you can like build up your following and there's like a hex crawl aspect to it i think it's super cool. Um, it was kind of funny when we when we started looking up stuff about the realm of the mammoth lords because we've been listening to someone play uh, oh, Quest yeah. for the Frozen Flame, and their following is actually a lot different than how most followings are described when you look at books about the realm of the mammoth lords. Yeah, as in they're a bit nicer. Yeah, I have a cat's cool point um, with all the megafauna and the like. It notes that like they they um attract poachers from other lands to try to take the animals oh, back. Yeah, yeah. But the Kelids, if the area will only, um, can walk around the megafauna just fine because they only kill them when they need like meat or fur or something like they live in harmony with the same beasts that some people are poaching. 
Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the orcs to the south really like the, the, the big old dinosaurs and they want them as like war beasts. And so like they'll come and try to raid them and it's a constant thing that the mammoth lords have to deal with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Quest for the Frozen Flame is really cool. Um, I think it's a Glass Cannons, one of their paid for shows. Uh, they called it The Blood of the Wild. If you want to hear, it's run by Jared Logan, which uh, is a guy who I think is really cool because he inspired me to do the whole prompt thing. Yeah. And he has a prompt for it. And it's great. It's wonderful. Uh, As a prompt user, do you approve his prompt? I do, although he has started <laughs> to shorten it. And I know why he does it, because people like pay to listen to the show and like you got to abbreviate it. But I like to go whole hog on the prompt. The only thing is his players are respectful enough to be quiet through it most of the time. <laughs> How unfortunate for him. I guess we're not professionals. No, never. One of the coolest things about the Realm of the Mammoth Lords was um, they at one point it mentions like, hey, where do all these dinosaurs come from? Oh, you know, journey to the center of the earth place. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Like, it comes from a Vernian. inner earth style world. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool, though. It's just like, it's fun, and I love it. It's, uh, it's um, oh, I found it here. It's a uh, Earth Naval is what it's called. That's right, yeah. Uh, a terrifying descent lined with the bones of ancient <laughs> beasts and tribal warriors, once connected to deep Tolgoth. The Darklands. Uh, beneath to the surface, deep Tolgoth to the surface. However, the tunnels have long since collapsed. And deep Tolgoth, if you're asking, uh, ba 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 is the northernmost region of someplace, he he spoiler, in the inner sea region, is located miles beneath the surface. It's in the Darklands, basically, stretching uh, from the western borders of the realm of the Mammoth Lords uh, through the world wound to Mindev. Da, 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 da. The realm is a vast cavern lit by a brightly glowing light in the center of the ceiling, two miles off the ground. The light burns for 12 hours a day before disappearing completely in the cavern's night. It's not completely dark. However, uh, because the ceiling is also studded with numerous glowing crystals that give off a glow reminiscent to starlight. And the artwork for this, I'm just keep getting more and more excited. It shows a frog hemoth fighting a Tyrannosaurus. And it's dope. It is really cool. I'm actually going to send this to you guys because this picture is so awesome. Like this is one of those locales of um, Galarian that I love. Oh, yeah. It just tickles my fancy. Oh, journey to the center of the earth. Journey to the Darklands. Oh, man. It's so cool. And dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Oh, I... Love it. Uh, Realm of the Mammoth Lords up until uh, even recently, even with the Adventure Path, doesn't have a lot about it, but it's also kind of simple. There's yeah. followings. They're kind of these really nomadic, more primitive people with like barbarians and druids or whatever. And it's it's a rough place too uh, because they're... Go ahead. I was going to say, I think that the Kellid language, one of the languages they speak there isn't even a written language. Yeah, yeah. It's like the religions there were are Desna, Gorum, and Rovagug. Yeah. Uh, it's a place where might makes right, honestly. Uh, and that's how they do it. Like if they fight, and they also, it's it's a whole uh, it's like waste not, like they don't overhunt their area because they care about nature. But at the same time, if they fight, like I thought this was interesting. If they fight giants and they kill them and they found find like a giant kid, they won't do anything to the kid. They basically adopt them into the tribe. And uh, eventually the kid comes to view the tribe as their family. And there are giants that are part of these followings. Yeah. 
It's, because it's it's a place where the strong survive. I mean, in like as a place that has existed next to Urson without being overtaken, next to the hold of Belkson with all the orcs that hasn't had its border pushed, and exists next to the world wound, or at least the former world wound, and didn't get overrun by demons. Like these people may be primitive, quote quote, but like they're not pushovers. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I just double I just double checked to make sure my fact was correct. Kellen is not a written language. Yeah. Oh. It is oral only. Yep. Yep. Oh man. Um supposedly cuz I was reading the People of the North uh player's guide, which I think I gave to you guys when we started running Reign of Winter cuz it's not just like Realm of the Mammoth Lords, it's like kind of the whole spectrum of the northern places. Um but they had a page on like Kellids and the Realm of the Mammoth Lords and Kellids it was like, you know, they're the kind of people who like just don't need a lot of stuff in life. I interpret that to mean as like they value stuff like experience a lot more than like having a lot of possessions. Yeah. Um, but this is just so cool. I love how in each of these places we visit there, even if like it doesn't have a full on campaign setting book about it. Oh, it's Hallett, not Kellett. Oh, it's Hallett. My okay. bad. Kellett is the people. Hallett is yes, the language. Hallett is their language. That's right. Um, but like, even if it doesn't have a whole campaign setting book written about it, there's like so much to chew from. Um, it's great. I love Galarian, and I think its kitchen sink fits together so well. Yeah. Ah, man. Well, you know, the Mammoth Lords are stuck, you know, centuries behind in technology, but centuries before <sighs> the Starstone was raised, the Wizard nice Kings and Nax and Geb warred with one another, scarring the land between them into a devastated, unstable magic wasteland. From the glowing ashes and the men of waste, there rose Alkenstar, the city of smog, a metropolis of airships, skyscraper wonders, and uh, Cockwork wonders, I've messed my own stuff up. To the world, Alkenstar is the pinnacle of innovation and the determination of face of insurmountable odds. Mess you, you messed yourself up. I hate this. <laughs> On the streets like an Alkenstar is the nonstop race to stay ahead of the competition. And it is here that a desperate group, hungry for revenge, <sighs> living on the edge of the law, hunts for the ones who cast them out. In the world of the Witcher. They are so... They are the outlaws of Alkenstar. I'm so tired. Poyo. Uh, so when we last left our intrepid band of heroes, you did a lot last episode, actually. It was a it was a packed one. You talked to this uh, co. I almost said cobalt. I hate you, Jacob. Oh you you, you talked to this gnoll uh, named Kalzu. Uh, he was holding this magical gun, a piercing wind, mm -hmm. uh, and you kind of were able to discern that he was being dominated and that the gun itself was cursed and intelligent and Jax. it was the one dominating him. Jax, yeah. Uh, you learned about his story, how he had been, uh, how he was part of a party that raided a caravan and one of the guards was killed by him, mm -hmm. but like infused the gun with their spirit more or less when they died and now have dominated him and caused him to kill his tribe and wandered the mana wastes uh, killing other bandits and raiders to protect the innocent except now oh, no. he's going to be an unpaid guard on Chester's, on Chester's farm. mother's what farm what makes you think they'll be unpaid they're not doing it for money oh there you go alright yeah oh, that's fair. they're choosing not to be paid uh, <laughs> yes this is a it's not wage theft, it's wage denial. After you uh <laughs> after you recruited yet another farmhand. We need to stop talking before McDonald's gets an idea. You uh 
you asked him to help guide you to the Cradle of Quartz. You already had a pretty good ger- general mm-hmm. direction of where it is. But, but he said he knew exactly where it was. Yeah. Right. Um, you set out. To, you sat down to make camp at the end of the day in Tentacle Canyon itself amongst the hoodoos. And one of them crawled out. You remind me of the babe. <laughs> one of them uh, crawled, turned out to be alive and crawled out and uh, smacked power. Chester and Palzu and Eleanor all really it hard. It hurt. It hurt so bad. And Usuvu. And Usuvu. Usuvu don't think I crit. All three Chester, of you got crit, though. Chester sad. Got punched. Uh, and uh, you were able to handily uh, beat it with your extra firepower from Usuvu and Jackson Palzu. Uh, How did they expect us to beat this without them? It, it would have been tough. Real tough. I mean, I tough. also failed multiple times in my rolls. What was its speed? Its speed on land was not very good, actually. It was its speed, uh, burrow speed was really good. Oh. 25 feet normally. Wow. And 50 foot burrow. Jeez. So we couldn't have outrun it either. Dang. What? I am speed. My God. <laughs> what speed? This thing puts Eleanor speed. to shame what? with panache. Yeah. Earth elemental, man. It hit like a truck. Yeah, it did. And it was that fast and that strong? A high speed truck. Yeah. It had a plus 19 to hit on its highest attack. My elemental can, is so big, so strong, and so um, fast. There's, there's can, nothing um, that he cannot do. beat. If I lose Eleanor, can I play an earth elemental? Please. All you got to do is uh, make another druid like your Yura, <laughs> the Kellid character, who just turns into an earth elemental. That'll, Remember don't that? Don't give me ideas, that'll, Derek. That'll this, this player, this player, Cat, was the bane of my existence. Because not only do you have an animal companion as then a Then I would summon more. You would summon more, and then you would also turn into, oh, I don't know, an earth elemental. Or an, an air, air elemental. elemental. It was whatever. air most often. The we most, did, I did earth in the Oast Caves. The most <gasps> egregious wild shape user that we've ever had. Uh, it's just, there was like, because we play on the table back then, and no matter how many pawns I had ready to go, <laughs> there was always like two things that Cat wanted to turn into or summon that I didn't have a token for, but I knew I had in the box. Oh. So it's just be like, okay, fish out the box and go sort through them. No, never a fish. No, never a fish, actually. Uh, a fun fact. So this thing was a, it's called a sand sentry and um, 2E, all the like elementals, it's not like greater, medium, small earth elemental, whatever. It's like they actually have different like creatures that they are. They, they each have their own different form and shape and size. Right. So they're not just piles of rock or a vague humanoid made of fire or a tornado. They actually have shape and uh, uh, like a bit of personality put to them. Yeah. And the art for them, awesome. It's pretty good. Uh, the uh, I'll give you a little fun bonus thing here. Uh, sand sentries have no true culture or society of their own. Uh, but they are endlessly fascinated with the society and culture of humanoids they encounter, you know, unless they're trying to beat the shit out of them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They can shape their appearance to mimic any similarly sized humanoids, and although they always remain obviously comprised of sand, <laughs> they do their best to mimic the day-to-day activities that they observe humanoids performing. Why oh. did this guy want to beat the shit out of yeah, us? Yeah, like, what humanoids what you, did they dis- maybe discover that's what observed. beating the mess out of them? Ah, uh, this is human. <laughs> Hang on. I have just thought of a reason why it would do that. It had been watching us whenever we interacted with, um... <laughs> With the no, with a uh, uh, Jax, and oh, yeah. it was like, oh, friends now. 
<laughs> it's like it's like squid, just a little smarter. It, it actually has a reason it attacked you. Oh, what did we do? What was, file its, its what was its reason? It's DM. territorial. Oh, that's fair. All right, fair. All right. That's Should cool. have just used its words. Yeah, it doesn't have words. Actually, well, it does. It just you don't speak its language. How do you know that? Because it, it has rock. one language and none of you speak it. You don't know what Chester speaks. It could speaks. have talked to us. Do any of you speak Terran? Yeah. <laughs> Your eyes did the <laughs> talk back and forth. <laughs> Does it Suvu? Oh, that's oh, a good the question. The archaeologist. The anthropologist. We could have avoided this whole combat. No. Aw. Common. Suvu fucking sucks. What archaeologist Usuvu doesn't speak another language? Is the MVP. Okay? We can't complain. Suvu has helped us out so much yes. and done so much. Her trick damage. attacks have been so helpful. Bless this character. May she live forever. Woo! And I have someone Woo! to flank with. That's uh, right. Uh, I will note that it is now an episode divisible by four, so please reset your hero points to one. Awesome. I didn't have any, so I get one. I used mine. <laughs> I'm a big advocate for these hero points. I think they're great. They're, they are great. Yeah. Save our butts. Yeah, they do. People who don't use hero points wish they could be us. Yeah, who in the world would not use hero points? I hear this shade. Uh, I mean, come on. <laughs> hero points are awesome. Hero I want to feel like great. a hero. Uh, I need a hero. Mm-hmm. Can you pause the game so I can get closer to the one who can heal me? <laughs> Yes, please. Chester yeah. Can, Speaking of heroes. Uh, uh, I am grievously <laughs> wounded. Sack here, could you get off of that rock face and maybe do some healing, please? Just let go. Just take your clothes out of the rock. Drow go, is just, like just pretending they, to yeah, be on more. a rock, looking back. Do I need to get them out of the I tree? Am, oh, oh, I've got I have fire department. <clears throat> hasn't said this in a while. <clears throat> I'm grievously <laughs> wounded. I did it for you earlier. Psyche <laughs> is still stuck on the rock wall. Slowly working their way down. <laughs> There's a lot of visual humor going on. Drow is a method actor. Uh, I love this visual humor on my audio. Medium. I fell last time. <laughs> you jumped. You didn't fall. I still fell. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the cat always lands on their feet. And. What did we, I fell 30 feet. What did we narrate? Just like you're going to fall and then land on your head. <laughs> and, yell. and you never answered if you landed two footed or four footed. Still I said one foot. Oh, oh one. <laughs> like a superhero. No, that's Fun. three. Well, I mean, I feel like superheroes, like they like that can fly, like land in the cape flies up and oh, the dust. No, with a punch on the ground. Psych here has metal legs. So it's like, oh, thud. Don't. <laughs> Ow. It's like when you okay. land from a like a really high height in Minecraft and the dust kicks out. Are we going to have oh. to like dust Psykir's joints after this? I'm sure Psykir's used to it. Psykir is an oil can. I used to live in this place. This 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 is where I'm from. Not this specific canyon. You but mean you right know. here? Yes. Was that I've... your brother? Yeah. Where are you, Paul's no. mechanical man? That's actually a fair point. It brings me closer to God. <laughs> My legs bring me closer to God. I was baptized uh, uh, in these uh, sands. Uh, <laughs> 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 
I can't immerse them in the sand. You're you're reawakening my childhood fear of quicksand. (laughs) Yeah, that's quicksand fear is real. Please heal me. Uh, Yeah, I'm just gonna start. (laughs) I gotta say, as an adult, I have run into so much less quicksand than child me thought existed in the world. And and as television and books led me to believe. Yeah, I was. was Real world, it's nowhere near as fast. I'm going to unhook myself from the wall, and then I am about to show these people. Why I am in the party. <laughs> uh, are you going to do uh, the DC know, 20 for plus 10? You do good damage and you heal. Uh, sure. I think it's better overall. Okay. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, so the DC 20 uh, treat wounds, right? Who's more hurt? Um, mm-hmm. Chester or Usuvu? I mean, let's just heal everybody. If we Which can. All I'm at, at 28. 28 good out heavens. of 74. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, natural one. I'll take a damn damage. I mean, if you want it to be Sack me, here, I've got the I'm, least damage. I'm the one who's been begging for it, so. Yeah, he did uh, say, or he did, uh, <laughs> all right, re, re. Oh, boy. Sack Eleanor here, waits her turn. I can't wait for you to, ah, <laughs> put, put them silicone hands back on, Sack And six damage. You moved. <laughs> you didn't hold still. I didn't hold still. <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, so if you're rolling against the, um... What's the order we're doing this in? Chester, Eleanor, Usuvu? Yes, yeah, so, okay. okay, so... Uh, Sakir, you got hit too as well, didn't you? I am at 78 of 86. I'm oh, never mind. Fine. You're fine. I think most of your damage came from most falling. Most of it came You'll from whenever I jumped off of, like, a 30-foot rock Because it missed its punch on you. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So if the next one was against Eleanor, that's also going to fail against the 20. But it's not a crit fail. It'll no. take damage. Here's Usuvu. Watch Usuvu get a crit. No, just hey. 2d8 plus 10. Usuvu needs healing the least. I'm at 55 out of 75. Well, let's get you up there. So Usuvu is, is MVP. That's going to be 2d8 plus 10. Heal right. her. 15. 15. So that is 70. I could probably be fine with resting. Oh, after resting, yeah. Healies, please. Oh, 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 32 is going to be a, cri- a critical success. <laughs> he needs oh, it. Oh, boy, it's, God. It's 4d8 plus 10. The 10 All doesn't right. get doubled. Yeah. But it's very good. I, uh, I, this will be spathy. Or it'll be sad. I see. Oh, no, that's eight, six, six, that's six pretty five. solid. 35 healing. Hell yeah. <laughs> Suck it, magic. How are you feeling now? I am still at 57 of 74, so I could take one more later. All right, All then, right, Eleanor this again. This for you, Eleanor. Do I hey, get the feels? Yeah. 2d8 plus two. Okay. I can never remember the DC. Oh my god. <laughs> this is the first thing we did. Oh, 21. Hey, uh, do I need go. to heal our Ganol friend? Uh, it would oh, be nice. Yeah. I'm yeah. at 101 out of 135. Holy shit. I love that we Dude. have him with us. Why didn't he take some more hits? Don't worry about it. Hey, there we go. 2d8 plus 10. Hey, go to Patrice. I should be good with rest. Nah, he's just, he's a creature, so he has more rest. Too. How much do we get from sleeping? I think it's your level plus your con. I'll go double check that. Uh, 17 points for him will take him up to 118. I'm down nine, Jake. Okay. No, 11, Jacob. I that can, is diplomacy. I, can, uh, <laughs> I, I give your I give your wounds a stern talking to. Whoops. <laughs> Heal the wrong now. Thing. How dare. All right. Fun fact. You regain hit points equal to your constitution modifier minimum one multiplied oh, by your level. I'm just at full. When you rest. Oh. So con, my con is modifier is three. My level is six, so I would get 18. Nice. Yep. Oh, well, then I'm good. All right, then. We I'm good, too. be back at full when we rest. Uh, we hadn't even made camp yet, have we? 
No, you mm-hmm. were just starting to settle down. All right, let's do this. It's All not right. forbidden lands. So we don't have to roll I to make camp. Roll to make camp. Don't forget, your flint and steel helps. I did get, get a, a plus one. So you succeed. I succeed. Camp is made. You make you roll to make camp. There's no mishaps. All of forbidden lands. No okay. ants. No ants. No, no broken ankles. No broken ankles. <gasps> no toes. <laughs> no random visitors in the middle of the night. No, no bugs everywhere. No weird army of animals watching us. Oh, man. Oh, man. <sighs> that brings back so many good memories. Uh, also, some nightmare fuel. Hey, listen, audience. If you actually do enjoy listening to us and you find yourself being like, cheese. I've caught up and I don't know what to do. Go back to season one. It's great. It is great. Yeah, we are a lot more inexperienced podcasters then, but I think we're still pretty good sounding. And you get to hear us. Dev- uh, Listen, we're hilarious. Devolve. I mean, um, <laughs> improve. You find yourself all caught up and you're like, damn, I don't know what to do now. Here's what you can do. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, I mean, like our first Whoa. season oh, contains Jesus. much more of our manic gremlin energy. I mean, but these watches, it takes us like eight episodes cahoon. to banter. And yeah. then, like at eight episode, our first like, or one of the first episodes, we've been like, "What fast food places do you like?" And now it's just unhinged. Whatever yeah. we feel like talking about, except for tour of the inner sea, which is a sacred uh, thing now. Um, okay, Aww. you rest. You may gain your night's rest. Get your spells back. Heal your con times your level. Sick. Sakir gets back their spells. This music is sick. It's so peaceful. Just evokes images of cowboys sitting around a fire with cans of beans. Me mm, howdy. It's like you're 15 feet up on a rock, hanging there, Williams. looking down at the fire. You're hanging, you're up there hanging there, look, looking down. Chester is eating his beans because he doesn't know any self-respect. Oh, and so you, you just hear it. echoing through the canyon. <laughs> <laughs> just just little... <laughs> Just like, you know that like sound clip of the fart that's like reverbed to no end. (laughs) One time he sits on the rock wrong and it comes out squeaky and long. I'm sorry. Beans. You know that ain't Chester. That happens. (laughs) It's like you're just rotates to look. Williams. Eleanor packs Limba spread. Does Chester does Chester say Williams like a Pokemon? Williams. That's what I do when I have to focus. I say, uh, uh, get you Williams. And I'm always like that with every character I play. That's uh, fair. Dreaming. <laughs> uh, boy. Uh, the morning comes around. Okay. He, he's right, though. He'll just be sitting there. Hello, my name is Pavel. Yeah, that's how I get I back into cute. my voice. Hello, my name is Pavel. That's the people I run into. Psychir Astartes of Clan Tau, the sanction to the Tau. observer, awakens well rested. Oh, my goodness. Oh. It does say that in the chat. Oh. <laughs> All spell slots restored. I do sometimes regret not spelling Eleanor E L E A N O R. Eleanor. Eleanor. You should spell it L N R. Eleanor. Eglinor. Eleanor. We were, we've been making fun of the way Chester speaks recently, and now I just my new head canon is whenever you go to Chester's like mama's farm. Oh God! It, and you need like subtitles. <laughs> she is very well spoken. We're here to have that ability to get with. And then there's old Uncle Tin Finger Boomstick. He's like, "Fuck out of here, Chester." <laughs> it's like courage the cowardly dog speak. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm about oh. to have a manic fit. Can we move on? <laughs> we need to stop stalling. Yes. We need to actually please. play. Let's get to the cradle of courts while I'm young. <laughs> I just like playing here in a man wastes and making fun of my characters. Um, all right, so you move on. Uh, you have a nice breakfast of beans, bacon, eggs, and beans. I have a question. Uh-huh. Does the knoll sleep? Yeah, actually. Does the knoll eat? Uh, you actually, in the morning, you notice that the knoll is asleep. Uh, maybe one of you wakes up early and is on watch, and you see, like, a puff of magic go from the gun and target the knoll. Oh, it's casting dominate yeah, it's again. Yeah, casting dominate. Yeah. Because the knoll is still alive. So, like, so it, it makes sense it still has to eat and sleep. And sleep. Yeah, and, like, outside of that one interaction you had, uh, where you were more or less speaking directly to Jax... You speak to Palzu, but it's just kind of stunted and forced sometimes. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not. Hi, Palzu. Hi there, Chester. Palzu. Which would kill us if you had the opportunity, Palzu? Twitches. Yes. Uh, you, I won't let him. <laughs> are you telling the truth? Yes, but I can't. Where were you originally from, Palzu? The Mana Wastes. What was your clan like? It was great. We hunted people. We worshipped Lamashtu. It was a good time. There are many benefits was. to worshipping Lamashtu. But now I must hunt good the bandits. <laughs> Lamashtu, for those uninitiated to the Pathfinder campaign oh, setting, is Mama known as Lamashtu. the mother of monsters, a chaotic, evil demon She's deity. fucked up. Yeah, it's a really messed up one. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, yeah, Her but- and Ergothoa. Er, yeah. Out of mm-hmm. all the evil deities in Pathfinder, the ones I've, or at least one of the ones I vibe with the most in terms of being like, I get it, is like Rovagug. Just wants to eat everything. <laughs> He's hungry. Like, he does hungry. But like, solid motive. He had a Derek really good. takes like two edibles and he's like, you know what? Maybe Rovagug has a point. He had a really good plate of spaghetti, but never knows where to find it. So he's just eating everything until he can find the right taste. And Asmodeus is kind of a cool dude. Horrible, but a cool dude. But like, Ergothoa and Lamash too. I don't too? know, man. Ooh, I don't trust lawyers. is really big FU energy, <laughs> specifically directed at Phrasma. Yeah. Be undead. Because be sexy. I, re- I was remember looking this up and seeing people talk. Ergotho is the goddess of death, and uh, mm-hmm. when undead, when someone is made undead, their soul is corrupted. No matter like, uh, if their soul is like still in the, if they're still their humanoid soul, it is corrupted. Because at some point they could become like an angel or a demon or whatnot. But Ergotho didn't have to have it that way. When she made undeath, she could have had the souls be fine, but she deliberately corrupted the souls yeah. just as a big up yours to Phrasma. Because Phrasma is mm-hmm. like the goddess, the goddess of, of fate. Like, well, well, not both. Not like death, death and undeath, but like death is like fate, right? Yes, she is the final resting place. Yeah, so like she or, judges or all the, the souls to send them on to like their place. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when you go, when you die, you actually go into the boneyard for your soul to be judged for That's a nebulous amount of time. That's where the psychopomps are. Yes. Um, like Mr. Sausage. And Ergothoa don't like Phrasma. My bull. All right, so we've <laughs> Do we make it to the canyon too. yet? Jeez. To the cradle court? <laughs> Let's go. Uh, you continue forward, and uh, uh, you know you're getting close. Palzu tells mm-hmm. you as much, or Jax through Palzu tells you as much. Think of both, no? Uh, and you know you'll probably only have, like, you're going to get there by, like, late afternoon, so mm-hmm. it's, like, late morning before lunchtime. Uh, and... 
you see something kind of in the distance. From the distance, is it a Taco Bell? You see, I wish. Uh, I would. I what I would kill to spend a whole episode role playing at a Taco, <laughs> at a Taco Bell, Bell in the Manaways. Oh. I would like a Baja Blast, please, and some cinnamon twists. It's a really old one, so they still have the little machine where you can make the penny fall to the bottom and get a free taco. Oh, oh. man! And they have the like the the the, uh, the sick ass carpet. Uh, have, I would like to get some hot sauce packets. They, they have the same aesthetic as those little cups you put in your bathroom. The yeah, yeah the ones with the Taco Bell. With the, oh. like, the, 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 the blue and the purple. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So the triangles and the squiggle. Uh, that looks and so they cool. Still and it looks like bowling the alleys. The chicken burrito that I liked that's now gone. Can you could get a chicken burrito and a bag of Doritos and a drink for less than $3. Beef chalupa. I sound Beef old. chalupa. Anyway, from a distance... <laughs> You see something that appears to be <laughs> another, like, crag of rock emerging from the rugged uh-huh. terrain. I shoot it. But as you approach, you notice that I have it, has, it has some odd symmetry to it, uh, which gives its appearance of, like, an Olfin longship. Oh, my God. Buried what? in the sand. What? What? <laughs> Ley lines. Do we know what an Olfin is? You probably, I mean, one of you has to know, like... Chester went to school, so... I happen yeah. to be an Ulfaboo. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and our audience will now know what Ulfans are, because we talked about the yeah. one the Yeah. Yay. It all what comes lovely full timing. full circle. Full Chester. Um, but you see what appears to be an Ulfan longship half buried in the sand. As you Chicken get... buried his head against the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> it's 11.30 at night, guys. We're trying. <laughs> a few hundred feet out from this, yeah? it becomes, because this is, in fact, an Olfin ship. Oh. It's exactly what it is. Um, one side of the ship um, has caved, what is it, I'm trying to say here? Caved in? Yeah, it kind of looks like sunk into the sand. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you do? You're a few hundred feet out now. This is a boat. Why is there a boat out here? It looks... Mm-hmm. I got a 24 on my society check. Do I know what Ulfin is? You know that the Ulfins are people from the far north of Avistan on the east, or excuse me, on the west coast uh, in a place known as the um, Land of the Linarm Kings. I ain't gonna lie, this thing looks like it's Ulfin and they live really far away. Ulfin. U-L-Fin. You know, oh, like I'm the sorry manga. to hear about both your parents. Aha! That's Orphan. I almost made that joke. Uh, they live really far away. Chester wants to cast Detect Magic. Uh, you detect uh, no significant magic. I draw my rapier just yeah. in case. I ain't detecting no magic. Yeah, can I'll, I pluck like one or two crossbow bolts in the surrounding sand to see if they sink? I'll Chester plot his whip. Ooh. No, Ch- uh, you focus, Zach, here. <laughs> This is not a toy. Don't move it. He waves it. This is not a toy. (laughs) (laughs) Mental fortitude. (laughs) Do we need to do this in combat whenever Chester pulls out of the whip? We have Psyche here make a a will save. I make another wellspring surge. We may have already made this joke. Oh, no. That's going to be how he non-lethally knocks somebody else. He waves the whip in front of them. And Sakir just smacks them. (laughs) Uh, you shoot in the bolt. Like, joke. in fact, the sand doesn't look super deep. Um, super deep? Oh, like it's just dusted across some rock. Yeah. Okay. Like the bell goes, <laughs> it bounces off. Okay, I'm gonna go get my arrow. Oh, back. I'm still blinded. Uh, as you approach, uh, um, Chester's gonna drink a 
Drakenheart. Drakenheart mutagen real quick. Yeah. So I you want to cut a, a this thought. off at the start. So you see that one... Actually, I'm going to move you to the map here. I have a map Ooh, for this. Ooh, a map? A map. A map. A psyker gets closer, they're going to go... Meow. Meow. Meow? Meow. Meow. Uh, hello? They're just kind of saying, like, that's a, a universal catfolk greeting. Meow. 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 There you go. Can you see it now? Oh. Oh, oh I thought that those were two huge obsidian obelisks. Me too. <laughs> I'm not the only one. <laughs> I was like, what Does is that? any part of it look like it, like, is there a way to go inside the ship from that we can tell from back not yeah. really back that here. That little hole to, looks like it. You'd have to back up a little bit. Well, I, mean, I don't know if your characters can see it from like however many feet back you are. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, Chester will shout out, "Hello, anybody there?" Meow. And what you can see from here though is that the ship is embedded in the rock. Like there's sandstone and like rock with loose sand on top of it, and the ship is like not just sunk in some sand, it is embedded in the rock. As huh. if it somehow materialized partially within the stone or sank into mud that later hardened. Bad world generation. <laughs> Glitch. This is insane. I wonder how this... Chester's going to wander closer. Yeah, I come with him. Uh, as you approach, you see... Uh, I'll move you forward a little bit here. You're already pretty close. Um, yeah. Oh. So, yeah, what, 20 feet out from the boat? Yeah. We'd be able to tell it with the rock and all that from there, I think. As you approach, uh, you see uh, one small head peek up over the side of the boat. Like the far... Oh. And it says... Uh, <laughs> <gasps> it says... Oh. Who are you? Who are you? And you act, and I don't, then you see it. Uh, instead of the head pops out, a little creature... <laughs> flies up and then a tiny it's a tiny creature not even just small sits on perches on it uh it looks like this what is it speaking oh common oh i love it oh my god what the fuck uh my name's chester hi i am psychia astartes of clan tau uh hello there uh and uh uh says uh hey little guy uh and then uh it turns around and says Go tell the queen! We have visitors! Oh shit, there's- What is your quest here? Uh, oh, we just saw it and thought it looked cool. To walk past. Another one flies up. And goes into the, like, figurehead on the, um, the end of the boat. The prow. Uh, and disappears for a little bit. Oh, we should describe what the creature looks like. Yeah, it you want to do like that? It looks like a uh, bat the, pixie. Yeah, make the thing pop up again. It is humanoid. Uh, with bat wings. With bat wings. It looks, I would say it looks kind of like this. Imagine a red gnome, but the hair, the head is like, the top half is a bat. Its mouth is a big old frown with sharp teeth, a big yellow eyes, and they're its feet are kind of like a- they're, they're brown. They I'm are brown. Call them yellow. Well, you're gonna they're mislead the podcast. Brown. And their feet are kind of like harpies' feet, so clawed. But the cool thing is, and they've got sprouts of fur all over them. But their clothing is pretty awesome looking. It almost looks really? like stained glass, and it's blue and yeah, silver. If you have it, you can make a nature check to figure out what these little dudes are. They're have so nature. cute. Tell Do me I what these nature? little guys are. I wouldn't count on it. It is a 12 plus... Nope. 9 for 21. 
That is more than enough. Oh, Ooh. really? These things are Nycteras, N-Y-K-T-E-R-A. Oh. They are fey. They are bat sprites. <gasps> I told them my name. Yep. <laughs> you what? I told them they, my uh, name. They Sometimes know names. names can be funky oh, things. Oh, oh, fey. because they're fey. Yeah. Uh, I didn't say my name. But when would Chester but not was, share his name? I was dead on when I said bat pixies. Yeah. Very much so. Uh, and as you talk to this one, a couple more of them pop up to like look at you and they like tilt their heads and flap their wings a little bit. What's it? What is it again? Could you spell that again? It's a Nectera. N-Y-K-T-E-R-A. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Nectera. That looks like it. Nectera. They're tiny little fey bat things. I will get closer. They look kind of distrustful of you as you get closer. Can I offer them a ration? Ah, oh, no thanks. Me already ate today. It was very tasty. Unless you have a treat. I would like a treat. Do you have Scooby Snacks? <sighs> what if I could tell you that we don't? We might not have food, but we have the greatest way to pass time in the world. I'm listening. I have what we would call a board game. And not is it just like any board game. You build traps in this board game. I present to you Mouse, mouse Trap. At this that is, moment. Are uh, we going to get sued by Hasbro? <laughs> this one flies up in front of you guys and says, The queen would like to speak with you. Oh, does she want to play Mouse oh. Trap too? What's a Mouse Trap? Allow Let me present to tell- <laughs> Follow me! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I'm not going to move you guys over here. I shall sheaf my rapier. Uh, but you follow him around. I'm just going to reveal all these guys because there's a lot of them. I don't want to fight them. Me neither. Uh, he leads you around to the front here. Um, uh, the carved jaws of this giant figurehead open wide. And it's actually uh, it's a linarm uh, figurehead. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Uh, open wide, creating a long open space deep within the Linorm's gullet. Several tiny pieces of wicker furniture are arranged through a semicir- uh, in a rough semicircle around a singular large chair. And like this isn't something your characters could fit in. I'm uh-huh. gonna mm-hmm. we'll place you guys around. These it, things are like is- actually. There's what is tiny on the um, size charts for people who don't know Pathfinder stuff. Like medium, small, and then tiny, right? It's like cat-sized, I think. I think it is, yeah. Uh, The tokens are like four of them would make up one of us. Hey, uh, They're the size of a little baby. Aw. Hey, Jax, you ever met one of these things in your travels? Oh, I've seen them around before. They're harmless enough. Good. Uh, you put and like you can't see in here. It's more like you gather around the figurehead of this like end of the ship that's poking up out of the sand, um, <laughs> and it's got its jaws open. It's uh, it's it's pretty spacious inside for these tiny little things, but like it's very much like you're all like looking into this little box, talking to mm-hmm. them, uh, and you see seated there in a regal attire is the queen, and I'll show you her artwork here. Oh, actually, that's actually that's pretty really regal. cute. Yeah. In it though, she looks like she would be so warm. Uh, and she stands up. I think she's up. wearing a ring as a crown. And she stands oh, up. That's so cute. And actually, the, her crown a, is the size of a ring. I bet it's a magical ring. Uh, and hmm. she says, uh, "Greetings, welcome to our lands, outsiders. Why do you pass through here? What is your quest in this area? We do not see many of your tall, walking kind come through. We seek a man with a great metal cat." I'm afraid I haven't seen this man come through. Uh, is there a place you are looking for him? Do you know where he went? I don't see any harm in telling them. Nice. No. Go ahead. Uh, perhaps to a large collection of quartz gemstones. 
Oh, the quartz temple. Is that where you're going? The second person to call it a temple. Ah, I have been there. I have family that live in the quartz temple. Whoa. Oh. I would be happy to, to tell you things. However, I must... I must say, the reason I have summoned you adventurers here to my court <laughs> is that I am in need of your services. How so? This, this ship is our home. It is one we have claimed, but it is not, we have not lived here without our enemies. There are evil little creatures, uh, gremlins, on oh. the other side of the ship. Oh. In the stern. Oh. Oh. They have started to eat and consume like termites the ship, and they will threaten our ability to live here and the stability of our home. I have tried to reason with them to no regard. I must ask you, brave, tall adventurers, to deal with these gremlins. Could Chester do a knowledge check on gremlins? Yes. Also nature. Also nature. I love these. I would be pleased to help these wonderful creatures. I love these completely, like, modular, but story-driven Encounters, yeah. aren't they it's lovely? A, Eleven mm-hmm. plus nine is twenty. So you, gremlin is like a category of creature. Uh huh. Um, I guess what I'm really looking for is what do do they typically do have they an alignment? Uh, gremlin uh, are cruel fae tricksters and saboteurs. And mm. do they normally eat wood? Uh, you're trying to think, and what I'll roll over is that you're not sure the exact name of it. But you're sure that there could be a like spin-off of gremlins that are termite-like. Chester will relay this knowledge. They are they there could be gremlins that eat wood, and from what I can recall, they tend to be pretty nasty things. Like bad, not gross, bad, nasty, bad. Mean nasty. Mean Usu, nasty. Would you be willing to help us in preserving this small culture? Well, I mean, of course. These guys are cute. What about you, Jax? <laughs> I Will you help them defend their lands from the encroaching thieves? Of course. Well, let's walk 20 feet yeah. and find out what these things are. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh, it's a little bit more than 20 feet, I must but warn still. you, the distance is quite long. <laughs> I'm sure we can handle it, your honor. Your majesty. <laughs> you look over and it's like... It's like, what? 50 feet. <laughs> I love them. It is, no, to its credit, it's 120 feet. I'm joking, though. <laughs> These guys do have, like, a 40-foot fly speed. Yeah, it's yeah. not very mm-hmm. far, but still. Um, they probably have to work the little wings so hard to get there, though. Go with my blessing, and I will tell you all about my family and our and what we know about the, the court's temple. Thank you for your blessing, your majesty. Go with my blessing. In the name of the wing and the flap and the holy mice. Bless you. Poyo! <laughs> Poyo! Just, just oh my goodness. I go we, you, are gremlins. Uh, Let's stop go. I redraw my rapier. Stop! Please, just let me play the game. I just want to move my token. Oh, yeah, I need to pause the foundry thing. There you go. Okay, we're over there now. Well, we're going to start moving that way. I wonder how close Derek will let us get. I said I drew my rapier. I sheathed it to be in polite company for the queen. Yeah, of course. Um, okay, so you start walking over here, and let me describe what you see. Does it smell? Yeah. Is that oh the my broken God, mast in more. the middle? Is it kinky? Look at all of kinky. them. Oh my goodness. 
Uh, yeah, you see actually when you come around and you see the full uh, prow of the ship, you hit, they see they have like a ton of tiny little houses. Oh, oh my goodness. god! Uh, Why have they built out in the sun? It's my, it's the only like structure around except for like stone and caves. It's not just like on the surface of it. Like they have like they go down into the like body of the ship. Okay. Um, we should ask them when the ship showed up if they know. They might not know. They probably don't. Did know. you see her attire though? It looked very regal. It looked uh, irisini almost. Yeah, you I'd know have what? To agree. It kind of did. She and was in like fair. fur and long and shades uh, of blue and purple and and long. Yeah, and puffy. Maybe she does know. We'll find Maybe. out once we, you know, murder an entire other tribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the aft <laughs> section oh, yeah. of the long this ship. This is about to be a cleansing. <laughs> tilts upward at an angle, as if it's as if the keel were broken underground. Uh, the rear figurehead is carved to resemble the, sp- the spined tail of a linorm, uh, but the tail has broken <laughs> and lies in several pieces on the rocky desert floor. The sides of the vessel are riddled with small holes and seem to be suffering and seems to be suffering from an infestation of insects. I'm so glad we can't see the holes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you come back this way, um, you see that there are in fact three centuries that you couldn't see like because of the like cover of the boat that pop up uh, and they look like oh, this. Oh, jeez. Oh. They look like... Oh, that's really interesting. Small humanoid termites with yellow mm. war paint. With a meat tenderizer weapon. With a, a, Yeah, a meat tenderizer for a weapon and, and a sharp like a, tail. Like a very... Insectoid appearance? Flat, diamond-shaped face with three sets of eyes. It's kind of, think like the predator. It does yeah. actually. Except like knee high. It does actually remind me a bit of the bugs from the Warhammer 40k universe. Oh, the nids. Yeah. The, yeah, the tyranids. So I wasn't too wrong in my almost insectoid Oh, feeling. no, it's very Like an exoskeleton almost. Yeah. They're, even their feet and their hands are insectoid with the little claws. And as soon as you walk up and they see you, they start going... <laughs> And clacking their mandibles together. Uh, yes, Chester s- speaks uh, goblin. He will speak with them. Uh, they don't speak goblin, but you can speak. Common. Ha! Clack, 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 clack. Hi. Clack, 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 clack. Uh, is there a knowledge Chester, that do they speak I'll roll over your knowledge check from earlier because I was saving it. Uh, you know that these are creatures called Vex, Vex, Vex Jits, V-E-X-G-I-T, and they speak under common. Or V E X T I G G I T G I T. They speak under common, huh? Because there are so many things in the underdark, dark lands. Yeah. Does like, this interest you, Drow? And they clacking their mandibles loudly and like holding their little tiny mauls. Anybody speak under common? No. One of you over there. Can you translate for us? No. Oh. Do you speak common? Clack, 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 clack. They seem to be warding you off and saying, if you get closer, things are going to get nasty. Like an angry bug. I almost feel bad not being able to, you know, negotiate with them. It's, I hate to say it, but it is, we know that they tend to be evil. I know, a loaded phrase. Uh, but they're also eating the home of the other people. Yeah. Uh, do you think you could leave? Clack, 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 clack. I want to speak to your manager. What does one do if I step like one bit closer? 
Do you uh, step a square closer? They clack even louder, and they start raising their hammers. <laughs> Should uh, Gajester pursue a lead on these things? No. You stop that. It only takes a minute. You stop that. No. <laughs> it only takes a minute. I see what you're doing. You already had your mutagen. You stop that. I feel bad fighting them when we can't even try. You got anything, Zach, here? Fire? Charades? We would like you to... Chester will say we, point to himself. Yeah, charades. Would like... He kind of muffles his gesturing. You, points at them, to leave. But he makes a walking motion away from the (laughs) boat. I thought you were going to try to play mousetrap with them. (laughs) Let's try to play mousetrap. Let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're trying to get them to leave, not want to stay. Oh, that's fair. If we teach them mousetrap, they'll want to stay. We're going to make this mousetrap ultimately useful somehow. One of these days. (laughs) Please go. Would you leave and stop eating their home? You get the sense that uh, they're not going anywhere, and if you get one step closer, it's business time. <laughs> Throw Asufu, a bomb at them. do you speak under common? Oh. <gasps> no, she oh. only speaks common. What about Jax? Jax, do you speak under common? No, actually. What about, um... What about Paizo? What kind of tradesman are you? Well, no, Jack was a guard. Yeah, it's a guard. No. What about Palzu? What about no. Paizo? No. Okay. You almost had me say Paizu. It's Palzu. What? What are you going to do? Are we we going to start going like this, chewing them by flicking my hands at them? Chester will take one step closer. I go with you. Roll perception for initiative. (laughs) No, I after you. Oh, okay. That's not good. I give a little, a little l- low waist, little wa- waist bow. No, after okay. It's a lot better now that I have my mutagen and my improved initiative, because my mutagen increases my perception. We didn't. It vexes us that we couldn't tell the vex gets to get. To get. It vexes us. It vexes you. Sakir, did you roll initiative, Williams? I rolled twenty-seven. I'm so glad. On the table, a vex is never unarmed. Oh, you I, shut I up. hate that. I'm so glad that Derek doesn't give pun damage. No. Uh, it's 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 there. It's just perception check. Okay, I got it punched in. Uh, Chester Williams. It's a six on the die for a total of 21. Nice. Uh, first in the order, one of them actually beat you. Is this Vex Vexjit Vexgit? Get, get on, get. Which one beat me? Oh, one of them. It was uh this one. Uh, right. It got here. a 27, right? Yar. My modifier is higher. Did you roll a 27 you exactly, Drow? No, I rolled a 27. Oh, okay. Then why don't you go first? <laughs> Vex, get. Yeah. Get on, get. Yeah, get that's, uh, that's kind of what I was wondering, too, Derek. I'm sorry. Derek. I well, it was a 26. Mm-hmm. By all means, act first, psych here. Okay, Ooh. first and foremost. Do you explode? I do not. Yay. However, clap, I clap, also clap, don't clap, get clap, any clap. spells because yep. I haven't spent any spells yet. Isn't it the worst when you <sighs> haven't had a combat that day yet and so you haven't spent spells to get back? Yeah. I want to have the next time Psyche explodes just play like the echoey fart noise. <laughs> you stop that. Uh, <laughs> the heavy uh, fart reverberation. Yeah. Reverberating fart noise. Let me Actually, see. really, realistically, uh, you shouldn't roll uh, your check for this one. Actually, hang on. Oh, it's not a major. Oh, oh, we're no. about to genocide this. I people. hate to say oh, it, God. but uh, uh, what do you want to do? Uh, oh, I'm no. trying to think about what hunting I, him would work. You. 
You can move and do it. Uh, yeah, I wanted to see. Uh, yeah, never mind. It's fine. Maybe it's they'll run there. if we start hurting them. I have to remind myself we're not the baddies. They are, in fact, bad. Let me just. You could do this they one, have right? have to be bad. What if Psykir just one shots them all of us haunting him? That would be wonderful, but uh, I, I doubt it. Yeah, I'd I could definitely it. get there and do that. Yep, there you go. So, fortitude saves. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Fortitude. Oh. Uh, what was that? What total? 23, so that's one success. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage while I'm getting these out of the way. Okay. Nine. Okay, so half of that is going to be four. A crit failure? Oh, no. Is it a crit failure? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Half of that's going to be four. Okay. Double it's going to be 18. 18 for this one. That bite. And they're deaf now. Yeah. Oh, ah. no. Get dunked on, bug. Get bugged on, dunk. And then the last one's got to roll here. And that's going to be oh. <laughs> another critical <laughs> failure. Another deafened one. Oh, the only thing, bad thing about being deafened is yeah. your attack won't work actually, on them again. Uh, they're immune to this for yeah. a minute, I believe. Yeah. I don't even know if I need to bother clicking on deafened, but sure, I'll remember it. Two of them are deafened. Uh, Ote, that is your turn. Move and then two action spell. Cool, 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 cool. Oh, yeah. There are three of these things. Yeah, there are three of the, the these sentries. Does. Yeah, my bad. That we can see right now. There might this be one's going to move up to here. <laughs> Let's hope they don't have a poison. Uh, one action. He's going to one action... I love dealing 18 damage with a cantrip. Yeah. yeah That's really nice. I have to say, cantrips are much more useful. Mm-hmm. He's just oh, yeah. gonna smack. Stab at me. With his little maul. I believe in him. 15 total. Oh. <laughs> He's actually got a pretty decent to hit. It's he does, just a he bad does. roll. Uh, he can't really do anything else, unfortunately. He has some cool stuff, but Can nothing's he gonna help again? him here. I mean, yeah, but you know, that's like... <laughs> He's gonna try to bite you with his next one because it's agile. Okay. We feel so bad, Tom. 23. I think that hits. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Damn it. You got her. Uh, that hits Damn. my AC exactly. Yes. Yay. Six damage. Six damage. Oh. You took more damage when you fell last time. <laughs> Are we supposed to fight these things at level one? Oh. Is that what these kind of creatures are? I dealt more damage to myself. Yep. <laughs> They're not very strong. Um, Uh-oh. So next in the order is Am going I poisoned? to be... Uh, no. Oh. 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 Oh, they're, they're, they're. We're just exterminators, aren't we? They're so weak. God. The next one's also going to move up and try to flank you. Ha ha. Oh, oh. Ha ha. <laughs> Suck it. Uh, it'll automatically adjust for you, and he's going to just go oh, good, for the. Good. Go for the throat. Just go for the bite to both times. Probably more like the ankle. Mm. Oh, baby. Baby, a triple. 28. Nice. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Seven. <laughs> I feel like one of those Game, Game Grumps videos. Yay. Yay. Five. <laughs> Just pain face. Ten. Uh, another one here. His last action is going to be to bite. Ooh. 16 oh. for 25. Oh, oh look at the hey. big guy go. <sighs> We're so patronizing. I, something big is going to come soon. Chester like Williams, it is your turn. Roll or oh, something. Yeah. We're going to run into the queen. Chester's going to devise a stratagem. Okay. And recall knowledge. Um, Or do we just want my recall knowledge to carry over? What did you get this time? 14. Total? Yeah, you're not going to get anything else. No weaknesses? Uh, I mean, I'll carry it over because we didn't give you a lot last time. 
Uh, they have weakness to cold iron too. Oh, because they're fey. Yes, actually. They do have spell-like abilities. They can press to digitate. Wow. And they can cast alarm. I don't think it's worth it to use. No. I have the ability to make our weapons cold iron, but I just don't think it's worth it here. (laughs) Not unless something big comes out. I mean, you see these guys get fucked up by that haunting him. They look worse for the wear. (laughs) Just gonna move 20 feet to right there. If you throw a bomb, I'm not even gonna get to act. He's gonna try to hit with his whip. Which is 5 plus 15 is 20. Total? Yeah. Uh, which one are you going for? The one... The one that's flanked, so it's flat-footed. Okay. Good call. Flat-footed. 20 is going to hit. All right. Doing non-lethal damage. That is a D- 2d4 and 2d6. 2d4 plus 1 plus 2d6. That's 4. And 1 for 5. Yay! Then plus 12 for 17, plus 1 for 18. 18. Non-lethal damage. Great. He's still up, actually. That was the one that didn't get hit by the haunting him. If we knocked it out, Chester would have to be willing to kill it while it was unconscious. Oh, that sounds bad. Uh, It's Suvu's turn. She's going to go to flank the other one that's flanking uh, Psyche here. So we got just a flankception going on. We got a conga line of flanking. Uh, Step up, trick attack, strike with the kukri. Same song and dance as normal. Uh, 22 is going to hit. It's going to hurt. This one's going to be dead. 16 points of damage, and Asuvu kills the first one. Aw. Runs it through and falls over. Slices it with a kukri. Uh, Does it bleed green? Yes. Dies. So it's obviously evil. Um. Oh. Every villain is lime. Uh, Every villain is lime. It's Palzu and Jax's turn. They're going to move to get a shot. <laughs> if he hits, <laughs> going to wreck him. This is not going to be good for that little termite. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're going to strike with Jax. Oh, no. Oh, natural one. Oh, shit. Do I get hit? No. No. Uh-huh. It's a dumb rule. We don't play that rule. Uh, so that's going to be a, actually. Hold on. That's still a hit. Oh my god. So, but the critical, the one knocks it down to a miss. So it's not a critical failure. It's just a normal hit. Oh <laughs> my god. hit on a natural one. Last action reload. Wow. That makes me feel bad. Uh, it's I want to. I want to do this fight anymore. <laughs> why is? The, why is? Why are we? Why is it making us do this? Why He's is gonna run up and attack Chester with the little bite. How about ye? Oh! 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 It's a crit. Natural nineteen for a thirty-two. It you should hits, have had him flank. Get! I my, can't have. I can't flank Chester. My AC is twenty-five. Is it not fast enough to flank? No, it's just it doesn't have anyone else to flank with. Derek. Um, oh, is it dead? No, no, it had that to flank with. Yeah, but it's it has in one quadrant of the square. Oh okay. my god! All right. Oh, he's tiny, tiny. They're tiny. Four of them can fit in the square without like bumping into each other. I'd it love takes seven points of damage. I would love to bomb that square. <laughs> I mean, you can no, literally let me act. You could literally bomb one of the squares and do fine. All right, uh, next attack against Chester because I'm here. Why not? Two natural 18. Ooh. Is that Holy hit with your Drake crap. and Heart mutagen? Yeah, you still hit. Uh, nice. My luck is paying off. Look at this guy. Oh. This guy's a warrior. He's a warrior. Uh, f- eight points of eight damage. Da- ow, ow, little guy. That hurts. 
Uh, Eleanor, after you, you'll Don't start with Panache. Don't condescend to it. We're about I'm to kill it. Gonna I, go here. I'll, you so, you I already have Panache. So I'm going to strike the one that was that was flanking Psykeer. Okay. It does hurt, though. He's taking 15 damage total. <sighs> Natty 14. Oh, my goodness. Um, That is a total of 29. That's... <laughs> That's a critical hit. Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> okay, let's do. Uh, we have 2d6 for the rapier. Oh, just critical and then from, a, from a swashbuckle with three, panache hurt, guys. 3d6 for the panache. You, you hurt, oh gets god. entailed. And everything. Oh, don't forget the d8. Deadly d8. Add a d8. <laughs> sure and I double. Wait, don't, don't roll the d8 until after you double. I double everything, but I don't double the d8. Yeah, all five yeah. sixes and then the d8. Yeah, go for it. All right, let's see. Oh five plus five is ten, plus six is sixteen, plus two is eighteen. Thirty-six plus the D eight makes oh it. Oh my goodness! Wait, the D eight was an eight. Did you remember your static damage? Yeah. Forty-four. Jeez! Wow. Forty-four. That's as okay, much damage as Chester from the last got dealt one. on a crit from the yeah. creature eight earth elemental. <laughs> <laughs> or I think it was I forget what. You brain this guy and his head explode. <laughs> I just feel so bad. Shush kebab. I don't. I don't. I won't do this no more. I don't want. I, I won't can we just no win? Bad. I can't even feel good about my crit. Can we just win, please? I don't want to do this anymore. It's like here. It's your this turn. This isn't fun. I won't play this no more. It's your turn. However, uh, where you ended up, I didn't get to describe it. Uh, you see something. You see into the open hive. Yeah. Uh, a hole in the oh, side shit. of the ship leads into a low, narrow tunnel that twists through the desert floor. A bitter odor wafts from the tunnel's opening, and the floor is littered with the bones of small animals and broken bits of insect carapace. Uh, you see that before you. Um, yeah. Oh. Before there's this. like an explosion of them. Oh, this is bigger than I... Oh, the map Whoa. is cool. Well, Butterfly Biscuit. Uh, it's your turn. There's one remaining one. I... You ain't gotta. Yeah. I can't do it. I'm gonna... Don't go in the hole, though. No. <laughs> I'm gonna get up there and try to just smack it out of the air. <laughs> Whack. I feel as though this is... Unarmed attack. Yes. Get to the ground and Chester steps on it like it's a... No! <laughs> Ew, it flies, ew! Oh. 27. Yeah. Uh, you can flank it if you want, by the way. Okay, then I'll have done that. Thanks. Uh, with flanking, that would be a critical hit. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we are monsters. Bum, bum, critical bum, bum, damage bum. button, please. Uh-huh. Oh. All right, six points of damage. Six damage. All right, still up. Okay. You have so this is this one the warrior. Penalty minus four. Yeah. <laughs> this is the tough okay. warrior dude. Uh, it's still a normal hit. Roll your damage. That's uh, an 18 total. A uh, 20 total. Oh, okay. Uh, <sighs> Buikasha, one point of damage. Nix it with it with your claw. Uh, okay, that's the end of your turn. It's Chester's turn. I want to roll the device stratagem. Why? Because <laughs> it's what he does. Chester drops his whip <laughs> and pulls out his gun. 
Secure like dives for the web. <laughs> for a 21 to hit. That's oh a hit. Oh my god. It was a Bang! six on the die for a 21 to hit. Why are you out here shooting bugs? How do you shoot a bug? All you got to do is hit it. Because I'm good at aiming. That's um. <clears throat> six, two, one for nine plus fourth six, which is a three. 12 damage. 12 damage. You obliterate this thing. <laughs> this is effectively like getting stung by a bee. <laughs> Just I'll pulling a rifle it. on it. <laughs> what is Man. wrong with us? Are you ready to meet God? <laughs> Chester reloads his gun. Oh my goodness. I wipe green blood off of my rapey hair. You guys probably just look down at the corpses and then look over and you see Saikir like <laughs> doing that <laughs> the whip. thing with the with the whip. Like Saikir, they've got it. Put that down. No. Chester takes his whip. I start. I, I pull on it with my teeth. Stop, Saikir. No. We no. ain't done yet. No. Saikir's not no. trying to eat the bugs. No. Keep pulling. No. Keep pull it. No. Pull it. I'm going to take it. He'll pull on it. Yes. <laughs> Chester will start leading Psykeer into the hole. I'll go first. Eleanor, you go first. Let me go first. Uh, As you go into the hole, roll some perception for me. Uh, I have dark vision. Uh, (laughs) Tis tradition. Uh, Oh, come on. Chester got a 31. 16. 31 is 16 perception as you're entering here. You know how I was saying that sometimes you need to have easy combats? Yeah. <laughs> I not didn't that mean easy. this. <laughs> Just keep in mind, unless this adventure pulls something on us, these are genuinely creatures who love to torment other beings. So it's okay. And they're eating the other species home. That's right. As long as the adventure so path doesn't have us go down here and be like, ecosystem Why did you kill my babies? They was innocent. There are like bones here, yeah. So yeah. Uh, you see as you uh, come up, uh, uh-huh. uh, you see that there's a little trip wire, and there's two. Oh, Chester, say help! There's two spike snare traps. They'll Eleanor basically pauses. drop a bunch of spikes on you. Uh, Chester would like to disarm this trap. Uh, go ahead, disable device. Yeah, thievery, I believe. Al could have done that. I'm too traumatized. Got no fingers anymore. Is uh. Five plus thirteen is eighteen. It's just not good. Really? Yeah. Oh. Remember when I said in the other episode that I'm using DCs by level, but I just happen to be playing DCs on your level. This is a level like two DC. Great. Uh, Chester handily disarms this trap. I could have done it probably. All right, we're good. Lead the way, Eleanor. Where's? And have the NBCs. Where's critical? I'm gonna stop right here when I see more. Critical and Jason Bullman. Yes. <laughs> Is that your nickname for them? Yes. Because, <laughs> you know, Paizo and... Yeah, it's Jason Nolman. Yeah, As you Jason round Bullman. the corner, you see a group of things that are all ready for you. Uh, you oh. see... Wow. Waiting for you to in an, in like set up an ambush. A you snake. see a, snake. a giant snake, which looks very familiar from your airship days. Oh. Uh, you see three more of these little termite dudes, and you see this horrifying mutated large or like small sized termite but like overgrown and it looks like this oh oh dear. i hate it we oh, might my not God. should be in here huh i hate it 
And that's where we're going to pick up on our next episode. Wait, no! Oh, my God. <laughs> God damn it. No! No! We can't just no. stop. Right. Revolt. <laughs> uh, so anyway, let's roll initiative, everybody. We roll initiative. We say roll initiative. no. Next week. No. 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 This is, this no. is no. So this no. is how democracy dies. Poyo. Poyo. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D gallon. And we are also on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at thirdgallon. We also publish a video version of this podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon Podcast. Our theme for this season is Delta Rust, composed by Andy Ellison. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfie, and you can find more of his work on his YouTube channel, Michael Gelfie Studios, and you can support his awesome work at patreon.com forward slash Michael Gelfie. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.